0: Welcome to Unnumbered. I'm your host, Dr. Amy, lifestyle medical doctor, speaker, and coach. I'm here to remind you that you are unique, rare, and one of a kind, and so is your health. I'll be diving into all the nitty gritty of holistic, personalized medicine with world class experts where we unpack the science and give you tools and strategies that can alter your life forever. Plus, this is no ordinary podcast, as not only the physical, but the mental, emotional and spiritual aspects that underpin all of us will be laid out bare. Nothing is out of bounds here, so be prepared to be educated, inspired and empowered to live a healthy and purposeful life. So welcome Chloe. Today I have the beautiful guest Chloe Markham all the way from the UK, my hometown. So I love hearing the accent. It makes me feel straight at home. So hello gorgeous.
1: Hello. Thanks for having
0: me. Chloe is a UK based yoga teacher. Um, She has this Incredible passion for sharing yoga and making it really accessible to everyone, and is actually the founder of the Yoga Revolution, which is an online yoga studio. So, we're going to get into the nitty gritty of all things yoga today. It's very close to my heart. Um, so, Chloe, like, how did you even begin with yoga? Like, what was your backstory? Were you a kid that grew up in a family with it? What happened?
1: Yoga wasn't actually uh, a part of anything for me but I was I was that kid in school who wasn't good at sports um you know every time like sports day came around sports day was that what it's called I don't know you know anytime PE lessons came around I was just freaking out can I forget my kit how can I get out of this because I was just like slightly overweight like I couldn't move as well as the other kids could and I felt super self-conscious like uh, you know that's always been kind of my rhetoric and so and then from that I found surfing and I was like, "Hey man, I really want to surf. I really really want to learn to surf because that looks rad and I love the sea and anything any body of water I was super attracted to." But I you know, I went with a couple of friends and I sucked. I was really bad. Um I looked like a, a Teletubby in my wetsuit. Not that that's a bad thing, but I felt bad about it, you know? And um so I was like, "Hey, I need to get fitter for this. I need to be able to like lug my stupid 9-foot board up and down this cliff and I need to be able to do this effectively right and so I think I googled it I was like hey 16 or something and I googled it and I found um I found this yoga for surfers by Peggy Hall and Peggy if you ever listen to this thank you so much I'm sorry I didn't pay you I downloaded it illegally um but honestly I found this and I was like, like this is it this is it yoga is it and I did it like four or five times a week. I think I, you know, overdid it completely. Then I found Ian, my current teacher, the one I, you know, I trained with and, um, wow. Yeah. Yoga just spoke to me in a way that like running and like jumping about in your bedroom just didn't (laughs) for me.
0: Did you felt that, you know, a bit, you know, uncomfortable and, you know, you weren't the best at sports and things like that. I mean, there's a lot of people that feel like that nowadays. And a lot of people, um, put that as their primary, like reason not to go and do exercise or attempt to do exercise and specifically something gentle like yoga it is so amenable to people so I mean how do you what would you say to someone that's 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 you know your old self
1: I mean I say this to myself all the time still is like just try to think less it's so hard but it's so easy to say isn't it try to think less about what people think of you try to care less about what people think of you and do it anyway. And if it's, you know, if it's something that you enjoy, there should be nothing stopping you from doing that. And I know that it's so easy for me to say that, but you know, I get, I still get issues when, you know, I want to surf now or I want to paddleboard or whatever. I still, sometimes I feel like even like social anxiety and in the world of COVID sometimes leaving my house is is like an anxiety inducing thing for me because I'm working at home all the time. But, but yeah, just, just, you got to find the things that you love or else they're not going to be sustainable, right?
0: Yeah, that's so true. Quite hard, though, because the industry and Instagram and the media and the health magazines, they all talk about this perfect yoga person. And they, you know, they all have the photos that look, you know, stunning and make us want to make us want to do those things.
1: Yeah, I mean you know the whole thing drives me crazy and that's why I started the yoga revolution oh my god the whole thing drives me crazy and and okay there's a whole conversation to be had here and I'm not the person to have it on um on cultural appropriation and bringing yoga to the west there's a whole thing here and look I'm not in a position to to talk about that but at the same time I surely moving away from tradition in in a in a way can, can make this amazing and empowering tool more accessible to more people. And I mean that in, in the nicest of ways. I mean that, like, can we just... I know I've gone off topic slightly, Amy, hang on. I, I just... I, I feel like we should make this more accessible to more people. So whether you're vegan or not shouldn't matter. Whether you're skinny and white or not shouldn't matter. Female, male, something else doesn't matter. You know, whether you can you know, nail your handstand or even manage a downward dog shouldn't matter. Can you find a yoga mat and a teacher that can help you transform energetically? Do you know what I mean? You know, just just to go on your mat and, and, and have all these anxieties and all the heaviness of your, like, life, regardless of what that life looks like or feels like. I mean, step off the mat after 15 minutes or an hour or an hour and a half and just feel lighter. Like, it does. it shouldn't matter what it looks like that process should be available, I think, to more people. And um, that's what I'm trying to do, at least. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I just think the stereotype that... And that's...
0: And, that, and that's why, you know, we're always told to like focus on your mat, right? You know, that, that it's your little kind of space in that moment is it's just you and the mat, nothing else. And just being super present to everything that's going on around you, the sights, the sounds, but it's like almost this internal experience. And I remember when I went and did my yoga teacher training in India in Rishikesh, And, you know, we learn all about like yogic philosophy and, you know, most of yoga isn't actually even the asanas, the movements, it's actually the community. It's actually the, um, compassion and the non-attachment, um, that we practice. It's the sharing of food. It's, you know, and, and nowadays with the pandemic and everything that's going on, that's so important. Like it's needed more than ever that we, that we basically hold space for each other, but we also create a place for ourselves internally to have those reflections and to be present in the moment. That's what yoga is about. So yeah, I, I mean, I presume that that's something that you feel too. I mean, your yoga revolution is sharing online so people can have access to it, but ultimately, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, it has to go beyond It has to go beyond uh your vinyasa your you know handstand practice your arm balance practice it has to go beyond the asana definitely and that's something that i'm so passionate about i think online yoga is amazing and and actually my practice i started as a skin as a as a poor like 15 year old 16 year old i didn't have money to go to classes so i never went to classes so my my classes my yoga practice was you know stealing videos off the internet um and um and I regret that. I'm sorry, Peggy, I never paid you. But it, it, my practice was at home with with online yoga. And 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 I love that and I love the transformation that can happen, like in your own little self, in your bedroom, in your living room. Um, and that's lovely. But for me, then I think actually it took me to go to teacher training, and then I realized, oh my god, there's a lot more to this. And and uh, you know, the community and the family and the support and uh, the compassion like completely raw compassion, like, you know, show up to me completely broken and I will help support you. Like as a stranger, I think, oh my God, it's, it's completely transforming. Um, and that, that's what I want to bring. I had a, a physical yoga studio in York and it's easier in a physical yoga studio, but that doesn't mean to say that online it shouldn't happen too. And so many online yoga, yoga practices or studios don't do that. They don't know everyone by name. They don't, you know, connect to each other and connect the students together and I just think there's something missing you need to be able to it needs to feel like you're stepping into an in-person studio you know what I mean that's what I'm trying to create anyway I'm getting there Mm.
0: and I loved it how you said about you know you can turn up broken and you know there's a space for you to be held like there are so many times that I have been in pigeon which in your like buttocks and hips where we store a lot of emotions and I have literally been in yoga classes crying my eyes out (laughs) and you know and I think to myself, oh my goodness, like, what am I doing? But everyone always says, no, no, it's happened to me many times. (laughs) So I do definitely resonate. And I think that it's important that people realize that, you know, it's not, uh, it's not the same as going to the gym or, Mm. you know, sometimes even Pilates, which, you know, a lot of people associate yoga with, you know, it's a much more almost spiritual practice if you choose it to be. Um, and that's where those like inner reflections and epiphanies kind of really come. It's almost like you get downloads. Do you ever feel like that when you're on the mat?
1: Well, yeah, definitely. It's so funny because actually, you know, I'm teaching like eight, eight hours a week, which is the, le- the the smallest amount of classes I've taught per week in a long time. I used to teach 15, 16, I think, even at one point. But anyway, my point is that I um, I teach so much that actually getting on my mat is a challenge for me. But when I do I mean, just the other day I did, a, I'm getting more and more into like restorative, you know, and I I practiced um, a restorative class with one of my teachers, Kat. And uh, I, um, you know, I had a normal day, it was fine. And I grabbed all my props and stuff and I was like, yeah, I'm ready for some like doing nothing time. And I got on my mat and I, I lied down, whatever. And she was guiding me into starting this hour long practice. And I suddenly was like, oh my God, I'm anxious, you know. Uh, I didn't realize I was anxious, but I bloody am. I'm anxious. And, uh, it was a like this revelation for me. I sometimes, so I have to get on my mat to feel what I'm feeling. I think at this point, cause I'm so, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm running my business on my own at this, at this point in the business's growth. And it's so easy to just put your blinkers on and just plow through and get on with your stuff, with your responsibilities and everything you've got going on. Um, I think it can be hard to actually feel. So for me, the revelation is stepping on my mat and actually, wow, I, this is how I feel right now and, and moving through that and feeling better for the practice. It's, yeah, it's a big deal for me, for sure.
0: Hmm. And it's that feedback system that you just said, you know, most of us don't have the thing to creep up on us and instead angry or shouting or whatever emotion it may be. But as you said, when you're on your mat, you have that uh, space or presence or that moment in time that you not only can feel your physical body, but you can actually feel emotionally, like, do you feel heavy? Do you feel light? And mm. I think that's I think, I think emotional feedback, you know, biofeedback mechanisms, you know, yoga is one of them. And, and probably we don't share that enough. Um as a as a tool or a strategy but yet we know that yoga reduces people's anxiety and depression there's some incredible studies about that um what other things have you seen with your like clients and your community from a health perspective or even yourself like have you had any health benefits
1: i mean for me personally there's been heaps of of health benefits i went from this kind of blobby teenager um i mean I'm, i'm never gonna be i'm never gonna be a supermodel uh in my, um, body shape, but I've definitely like, it's helped me tone up and get stronger and fitter. And and I'm definitely more able to surf better. I can't say I surf good, but, um, (laughs) I definitely surf better these days. So there's been lots of benefits, um, for me in that way, but oh my God, it's, it's my students that I've seen the transformations There's one. Um, one of my students, she was at work and, um, some sign fell on her head. Uh, I think she was working in retail, a sign fell on her head. She got quite a bad, brain injury from it and um that brain injury meant that she couldn't speak properly she had quite a severe stutter um and uh she was before the injury she was super outgoing and super personable and obviously you know this was a big blow to her and it was a challenge for her definitely you know she was you know I could say she was broken I mean it would break anybody and she heard about yoga and maybe she should try it so she started coming to um our big calm classes this was in person when we had our studio and she was coming to our big calm restorative classes and um she just kept coming she just kept coming night week after week day after day and suddenly you turn around and I'm like hey where's your stutter gone she's like look I've been doing therapy too but oh my god yoga has helped me like get my confidence back and slow down I don't know how it works Amy you might know more than me but something happened that she was so she was able to recover from this this debilitating brain injury I mean I can't even uh I mean it's huge isn't it and she's still practicing with me she was like Help, Chloe I can't go online I can't go online uh online isn't for me anyway she's she's online with us and she's practicing with um Kat and Sarah our two restorative teachers and she's yeah, she's just killing it. I'm so proud of it. I'm so proud of it. It's just an amazing transformation. Oh, wow. I
0: love that story. And, um, and yeah, you talked about like how these things can happen. I mean, we know that studies have shown that yoga reduces inflammatory markers. Um, and so, you know, anytime that you have any form of injury or insult, physical, emotional you'll have an inflammatory response. That's what underlies every single chronic disease or an even acute disease. So, I mean, that would be one part to play in it. The other part is, you know, you reduce your cortisol, which is why a lot of people with anxiety, stress, depression, also have huge improvements with yoga. You improve your blood pressure, your heart rate, even your cholesterol. Like in yoga studies have shown cholesterol reduces by 23% by doing six weeks of yoga. Like it's just you know, there's science to yoga. And and finally, you know, we're even seeing yoga in the hospitals. It's actually um, becoming more prominent specifically in palliative care um, with chemotherapy. So, you know, a lot of breast cancer patients or lymphoma patients, anyone with chemo, they suffer with a lot of fatigue, lethargy, Pain, nausea, vomiting. Um, But they have started introducing, you know, yoga for doctors and nurses in the afternoons, where it's apparently bleep free. I mean, I never got that in my my medical school. Um, But you know, apparently, it's it's coming through. So there is amazing, incredible evidence, and it's so nice to hear those stories and what it does for people. Because for me, it's definitely helped. I have an anxious anxious side to myself um and I noticed that yoga really allows us to be more present the
1: teacher is the biggest I think the biggest um the biggest deal I suppose when you start a practice because I've seen so many people say to me yoga's boring or um you know I didn't really feel anything or my teacher was really strict or it, it, for some reason they didn't get on with their teacher and I think whether that's in restorative or hot of vinyasa I think it's, it's the same thing, right? And and if people don't get on with their teacher, then they're going to quit and not go back. So I think I really want people to, to know that if you've been to a yoga class, um, or if you're, you know, currently going to a yoga class and your teacher's a bit, um, isn't your vibe, that's okay. That's okay. That doesn't mean they're a bad teacher. I think that just means that you need to keep searching for your vibe teacher, you know, that, that person that you're like, oh, this is amazing. And this class was unbelievable. That's what you need to find. That's what yoga should feel like. Um, but speaking to your your actual question, um, I think vinyasa is amazing. You know, that's the, the mainstay for me, vinyasa practice, this kind of um, breath focused, uh, physical asana movement practice it's amazing and that can be so transformational you can get so fit you can get so strong um and so open and capable of movement it's amazing and i love it but after saying that i think more people should try um and persevere with restorative yoga you know because i think life is so busy and I don't know if I've just grown up in the past couple of years, but I'm, I'm I'm seeing restorative yoga as the cure for like all of that over there, all of that stuff that I'm carrying around, all of those responsibilities and that heaviness and that stress and anxiety and overwhelm, all of it. We need to kind of counterbalance that with something. And Shavasana and the end of yoga and a meditation practice is amazing. But I think, God, a good hour of restorative yoga once or twice a week can be I don't know, like, it's like the antidote that we all need for this crazy stuff happening out there. And yeah, so I'm, I'm a big, I'm I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm not uh, listening to my own advice, really, I need to practice it more. But it's I'm so interested in restorative, I think more people should give it a try.
0: Uh, I'm the same, like, I love vinyasa and even ashtanga yoga which um, for people that don't know that it's a little bit more of a faster, stronger poses. Um, But interestingly, my A plus personality always on the go. If anything, I I need a slower yin rather than a yang practice practice. And it's interesting when you said, you know, a, that you felt those emotions when you got on the map, when you went to that restorative class, like when I think of yin, there's a part of me that shudders because it's like, oh my goodness, a- Amy has to stop. Amy actually has to slow down. And yet like all of my clients, all of my patients, like it's the advice I tell all of them. It's like, hold on, hold on. You need to slow down. Um, so I completely agree. I think pretty much we could all have a daily serve of yin or restorative yoga to slow us down, get into that parasympathetic nervous system. And wow, like the sleep that you get after, like again, studies have shown how well we sleep after yoga. So, you know, doing a restorative practice, oh my, like it's yummy. It's just getting yourself there. Like, (laughs) So tell us a little bit more about Yoga Revolution and how people can join up and what you offer.
1: Sure. Well, I'm really proud of it. You can probably tell already. Um, I'm trying to create this in studio experience online. So we've got 14 live classes every week um, with me and uh, three awesome teachers. And what's awesome about online yoga as well is that these teachers are from all over the world. Sarah is my OG. She uh, she practiced. She taught at my studio in York, so I've, I've brought her with with me into the online thing. And then Kat's from Slovenia. and Rebecca. Is in Canada so it's a real amazing bunch of teachers and as well as those live classes we've got um a library of I think it's nearly 200 or over 200 I lose count but we've got that kind of um amount of, of classes in our library so everything from five minute meditations to an hour and a half practice and we've got guest teachers in there too so we have guest classes every week from again all over the world which is something super magical we record them and they go in the library too and we've got courses and bundles and series my favorite is the anti-stress toolkit um obviously because I'm all about like slowing down right now I'm really into that but there's um five day joy bundle 30 day yoga challenge those kind of things too and that that is that is the core of it but but I think the layers around that are what make me excited so I'm doing live Q&As every um month I'm hoping to make them more regular but they in our in our private members only Facebook group and we've got a book club and we don't just read yoga stuff um our last book I can't remember it I didn't read it but it was uh some crazy swedish uh fiction I don't know um and the community I'm just trying to find more ways to connect our community because that's what that's what matters and like you mentioned earlier I think um yoga alone is one thing and great you can get so many um you can get you can find so much so much magic i think in that but then what if you add to that what if you add to that people that you strangers from across the country across the world that you've never met before that you're yogering with it, you're practicing with that you're you're sharing the same issues and problems and questions with um yeah there's something incredibly magical about that and uh that is what i'm i'm building on right now is is our community and our connectedness yeah
0: I love that so much. I'm like I'm just, I can just tell by the passion that you have just in your voice and the way that you look. So it just it just gives me a smile ear to ear. I love it, Chloe. Um I mean it's been really hard during, you know, the last year in the UK and uh, as you said you've gone from being in person to now being online. Like what's kept you going in business?
1: Honestly, Amy, it's been it's been amazingly hard um because we had we had our studio like I mentioned and we had to make the decision whether we keep it keep it open and ride the wave and, you know, pay our rent um, even when we couldn't open and and all that uncertainty or shift our business model. Of course, we shifted our business model. We felt that was the the less risk option of the two. And uh, I think inherently stubborn. So for me, I I don't know. I've been in I've been in situations before, like I've I've worked the corporate thing. I worked in marketing for a while and I worked offshore. I was um, a hydrographic surveyor for a little bit and uh you know being told what to do just isn't my jam <laughs> I just uh I don't I just rebel against it and I, I really did struggle working in an office and uh definitely on a ship that didn't have any fresh water that's a story for another time but <clears throat> but it's 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 a challenge for me to to do that and so working for myself I felt there's always been something I needed to do right and and so when everything went crazy and um when the proverbial hit the fan I, I just needed to com- completely stay with my stubbornness and, and like, okay, how can we make this work? And actually I'm really grateful that I have my man Darren next to me with all these big decisions, you know, he's there, very logical, you know, he's not emotionally tied to the business he works elsewhere. So that's very helpful too, because I'm so emotionally into this, but, um, but you know, like it, it, for me, the past couple of years has just taught me that there's always an option failure is is this kind of concept in your head, I think, um, how this might look different than you imagine, that's okay, can you, can you, you know, ride the wave a bit, and and change it, and and make this work, um, and, and, and honest, honestly, the reason that I do what I do, I mean, I've said already, is because I hate being told what to do, but also, <laughs> um, the reason I do what I do, is because I, I need to know that I'm making something positive, I need to know that I'm, creating something worthwhile or else what is the point for me there is no point for me unless I'm doing something positive so if I can in in you know a 20 person class if one person can leave that class feeling like better like they can handle their stuff like you know they can they can spread something magical and light and lovely around then that's a big tick in my box my job is done I can sit back and relax you know that's my job and if more people can feel like that then you know even better so yeah that's been my driver definitely mm. it's, it's that story about the the, the woman with the, the brain goosebumps. injury if I can help more people with with that situation feel better then oh my god like job done I can die a happy woman <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I think you know I get goosebumps when people you know speak passionately because it's so, it's so close to my heart, like that you, people who are entrepreneurial and anyone that's listening, that's entrepreneurial as a woman, like we're always, always trying to strive to do our best and we're always serving other people. But as you said, it's like, it doesn't, it may be the masses, but it might be one person that you make the difference to. And that just, Like it is so fulfilling, is something so fulfilling about that. And it was interesting how you talked about like failure, because again, that really, really pose that is, you know, if you do a pose and it doesn't look perfect, you haven't failed, you know? And so, you know, all of these lessons that you learn on the mat when you're actually doing poses is also you know, transforms into our actual daily life and, and and the way we do business, right? Like to do business, you're determined, you're stubborn, you know, you have to be pretty stubborn to do certain things in yoga. <laughs> so, so it's, that's so funny. Um What are your like current health strategies? Like, what are you doing like every day to keep your health kind of optimum as much as possible? Or do you have like any mantras,
1: I just want to say one thing, just to go back on something you uh, just mentioned. Yeah, there, go for that it. Failure, failure in yoga. And God, I think my students must like roll their eyes at me because every time in tree pose, I use tree pose as like my example. Like if you fall out of tree pose, you haven't failed. You haven't failed. Um, I just, it just frustrates me. It's like this idea of Instagram, right? And, and that, that woman is in, it's normally a woman, isn't it? Come on but she's in, she's in this crazy pretzel and that's great. Awesome. I'm, I'm stoked for you. But, but also if you don't get there, you haven't failed. You're not lesser. You're not um, worth less than that woman. You're not lesser of a yoga teacher, yoga practice, like yoga teacher. I say this to myself all the time. <laughs> You're not less of a yogi because you can't do that. And I, you know, failure isn't, isn't a part of the yoga spectrum. Y- you don't fail at yoga. And, and God, if my, if my, especially beginner students, if I could like just, insert that little chip in their head that tells them that they haven't failed then I would god I just yeah it's frustrating to me and falling over you know is as much a part of your yoga practice as uh you know balancing is you know so anyway you asked me about health um and honestly 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 being completely honest with you I suck at this I I have a business coach and my last call with her she was like Chloe you're gonna have to do more than just eat and work and I'm like, yeah, but but Caroline, what do I do? What do people do? I don't know. Um, so <laughs> I do struggle. I really do struggle to um, to take on my own advice. I really, really do. But you know, restorative yoga is always there, and I'm, I'm you know I'm trying really hard to do at least a class a week. I know that sounds crazy, and like, come on, Chloe, it's so easy to do a class a week. But that's my mission right now. That's my challenge. Um, so restorative yoga definitely. I'm trying to do a daily-ish meditation practice. Again, I don't. You know, I can't be put in a box. I can't, I, I really struggle with like um like someone say, saying to me you have to do this every day because my I'm just I'm too I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but I'm too fluid. <laughs> I can't like stick to a a timetable very much. But anyway, I'm I'm really, really, really benefiting from a meditation practice and and actually what I'm doing after a meditation, I'm 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 staying in the in the in the zone, you know, in the energetic space and I'm focusing on um things that are good and things that are positive and things that I want to make happen. And, um, you know, I don't know if I necessarily believe in the whole manifestation stuff, but to sit in a, in a, in a headspace, in an energy where you can, can, is, is honestly like, that's been my biggest thing right now. Like that's, it's, it's something so amazing and it puts my head in a positive state and it helps me with my work and it helps me with my relationships and stuff. So I'm really loving that um and diet wise I've been fasting for a while now a few months about six months and I'm really enjoying that and honestly I did it for a way to lose weight it's constantly a thing for me and I need to just shut up and love myself but um but actually it's turned into this thing that's a really lovely way for me to kind of um I don't know kind of uh, change my relationship with food um again a whole different conversation and I'm sure there's people listening who are like fasting for losers and, and whatever and I'm sure that you know there's good points and bad points but for me I, I find l- it a really little fasting you do
0: oh that's great I love yeah. it too yeah it's incredible and when I was in India I mean that was part of our yoga teacher training was that we actually were to fast um because my guru my person that, that taught me um yeah he he always talked about he always spoke about how you know that people and he has done this he would go to caves in in basically the himalayas and and sit there and meditate and fast for like a week on end so you know like i i was taught by people that very much wanted us to fast now i'm not saying you should go and do go to a dark cold place and meditate and fast for a week but i think there's some definitely some incredible stories and evidence from different traditions of fasting and um, you're getting these kind of like real clarity and epiphanies. And that's why I meant about like downloads. So um, I think they go hand in hand in all honesty, but I love, I love that you're so truth, like truthful and raw. Like, you know, it's so funny that so many of us in sometimes incongruent because we're trying so hard to help other people that sometimes we don't actually even fill up our own cup. Cause we're you know, you're juggling a business it's in health. People just presume that you're super healthy and that you've got all your like, you know, stuff together, but the, like the behind the scenes, which you might not show to everyone is, you know, you might be running on the go and you know, like trying to fit things in like last minute and that definitely happens with me. But um, yeah, but you know, what would you say to our audience? Like someone that's, um, you know, feeling a little bit unsure, hasn't tried yoga, like what is the thing that you would say to them?
1: I would say, hey man, just give it a try. Just give it a try with an open mind. And um, if you I mean, look, there's so much free yoga out there, and I'm not going to advocate free yoga because you know people got to make a living, and and it frustrates me a little bit. But there's so much free stuff. Go and try a free class. Try a free class. Do you like it? Yes. Okay. Awesome. You're in. Right. It's easy if you like it. If you don't like it, okay. The challenge there is try another class with a different teacher, a different style of yoga. You know, try different stuff because you know yoga with Adrienne is the most popular woman on the planet when it comes to yoga. Right. She frustrates me, um, and I don't get her sense of humor um I think I don't know if it's a sense of humor anyway you know so it's like just because everybody loves it doesn't mean you will love it so try different types of yoga try different teachers and um don't give up don't go to any intermediate classes go to a beginner class and um because I had someone recently she um she joined as a beginner so we have a beginner's course um called couch to yogi which I'm super proud of it's a it's a four-week course And uh, for anyone who grabs it, I kind of secretly give them a free membership, too, for the eight weeks that they have access to that course. And someone got this, got the course and got the membership. And uh, she was like, hey, Chloe, I've tried, um, I've tried your, what do they call it, Um, the strength to fly bundle in the library. And I really can't do crow pose. And I was like, oh, my God, Linda, no, no, back away (laughs) from the crow pose. Like, you know, make sure that what you're doing isn't intermediate. And I then since wrote in big capital letters, this is intermediate on the course. Um, so, yeah, I would just say, just try it. Look, just try it. And and, and I'm going to say this too. Yoga isn't for everybody. Yoga isn't for everybody. Um, I've tried to get my partner, Darren. I've been with him eight years. I've been practicing um, with him the entire time we've been together. And I've been teaching um, for five years. And uh, he's come to one class. So, you know, it's not for everybody. And that's okay. Um, but just try it. Just, just bloody try it we only live once right just try it just try it just try it
0: yeah exactly I definitely agree just try it and I would disagree that yoga is for everybody (laughs) but but that's a funny point because I think that yeah yeah I do I do think it's for everybody because there's such different varieties but I think there's a lot of resistance um to people starting it and as you said like a lot of people actually have given it a go and had that one class and they've either gone to the wrong class or they've had exactly what you described like a teacher like I actually remember I actually have a friend who is um an older friend in the, in her 60s and slightly overweight and and struggles a lot with kind of osteoarthritis and things like that and pain in her joints not very flexible and yeah, she, I recommended that she went to yoga and, and she, her response was, well, I've already been, and you know, I really didn't like it. And the teacher was just horrible. And, you know, and it, it was exact. It was like, if only the teacher had, um, like given a little bit of extra care to that person that wasn't able to get into a position or understood like her, you know, um, injuries or her weaknesses or like, you know, how she was restricted, then that would have made the experience completely different. And I think that's probably more common than people not trying it is that they've tried it once or twice and they just haven't found the right place. And so I think, I think, you know, yeah, definitely try it and keep going. And, you know, and obviously if anyone's listening to this and you're stuck in, you know, this whole pandemic and you can't get anywhere and you want to go online, then where can we find you, Chloe? (laughs)
1: Um, Yeah, so you can find me at uh, theyogarevolution.co.uk. My Instagram is at uh, theyogarevolution and Facebook forward slash theyogarev. I was just talking then about like yoga just being online i'm so in my own head i forget that in-person classes are a thing but guys go to in-person classes They're, they're magical magical things when you get the right teacher when you get the right space um oh my god yeah i do miss them i definitely miss them
0: yeah me too although it hasn't affected us as much as the uk so i still managed to get to my in-person classes
1: um
0: so thank you so so much for coming on chloe um i absolutely love how raw and passionate and stubborn you are it's um it's almost like a mirror effect it's great um so yes thank you thank you so much i hope you've had a good time and i hope everyone that's listening will check out everything that chloe's up to
1: thank you so much amy it's been epic to chat Thanks for having me on here.